Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode 5 of Daddy's Home. I'm your host, Stephen Shear, and welcome to the program about nothing. I hope everyone's having a good holiday. Avoid the road up, the abacrod, tot in the block. Man, the Rona is fucking hot on the block right now, I'll tell you that much. Everyone's catching it. I'm in the hub. I'm in New York. So, everyone out here is getting it. I know three people who caught it this week. Uh, fucking sucks. It's ruining everyone's uh, Christmas extravaganza that they're planning on having. I feel like this year has been more rocky than 2020. But, uh, compared to what? Last year seemed like a fucking bomb went off. This year is like, ah, oh, you had a snowstorm. It's fine. But whatever, man. We get through it. Smoking this joint right now. Shout out to the Astro Club for the pre-roll. I love that place. I love belonging to a upper echelon weed club. An elite weed club. That makes you feel better than everyone else because you're smoking the gas. You're smoking on that la 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 Stay off the weed. Never Stephen A. Sucking dick. He makes all Stevens look bad. That Stephen A makes all Stevens look bad. Man. But, yeah. We're life at the post office right now. is a little hectic. It's fucking crazy. Rona. Rona's out here running rampant. I'm masked up. I was walking around like a cowboy for a minute. No mask. Maskless out in this motherfucker for a while. Even when Omicron, uh, Omicron, even when Omicron dropped, I was like, nope, no mask. But now N95 dub. I don't know if it does anything. I, I, it should. It blocks something, not everything. You know, it's funny as you hear reports about like, well, you know, masks aren't effective because it only blocks like seventy percent of particulate. Like it's like you know the Rogan. Uh, examples always like there's a guy who showed like vape smoke come through the mask and I'm like why am I wearing this shit what am I supposed to do why the fuck is there so much information out here I don't know who to trust it's the information highway my friend yeah Rona got Rona got the girl got my lady I haven't seen her in two weeks we have not been fucking body to body. at all it fucking sucks we were supposed to go to a show then she tested positive so it's been a couple weeks. I miss her. Fucking sucks. No one's, you know, everyone's getting it, but I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting any. All right? No slurps. No slurps. <laughs> what a dick. And for that comment, you will never get anything. <laughs> slurps? Is that what you want, sir? A little. I'm going to go see her tonight. I'm not going to see her. I'm going to drop stuff off to her. I'm going to drop a care package off for her. And I'm not going to see her, though. Because I know if we make contact for like five seconds, it's going down. I used to make fun of, uh, I think it exists, but I used to make fun of like if they did COVID porn, two people fucking with a mask on, and that I was about to become the guy that's literally fucking with a mask on <laughs> just tonight. What just happened? Well, sorry. I hit the mic with my notebook. Just trying to look at my notes. I got, uh, you know, people are starting to listen to the podcast. I have seven listeners in the first episode, and zero on episodes two and three, and I haven't even dropped four yet, but I did get fan mail. I did get fan mail, you feel me? 
Yep, seven plays. Zero and zero. 700. Um, I got fan mail this week in regards to the podcast. Uh, a classmate from my audio engineering class hit me up. I'm not going to drop his name, but I'll re- I want to read you the message he wrote to me. Yo, I listened to the first episode of your podcast, and I really enjoyed it. This is coming. No G. From someone who's not a big podcast guy. Keep it up, dude. You're only going to get better. Also, didn't realize you're 30. God damn, you're old, fucking cocksucker. (laughs) Fucking asshole. Those, I went to class with a bunch of 18, 19 year olds, and it's funny to see how kids are at 18 and 19 when I was 18 and 19. It's not really that far off, except our emo music was way better, and theirs blows. How's that sound? Under Oath is the shit, and everyone else they listen to is kind of, but, but yeah, I went to a class, I was, in, I was 28 when I went to Nassau, so all the kids I was in class with were like 18, 19, some were 20, and it's just like, damn, I am the oldest kid in this class, but when I was with them, I didn't feel old, so I understand how Michael Jackson felt around the kids, he's like, I'm their age, <laughs> I never grew up, dude, I fucked all those kids in the class, we all, uh, I EQ'd their assholes with my dick. Um, so that's a nice fan mail. You just listen to the first episode, decided the second and third. I already know what I'm hearing. I'll get back to that, right? It was just a fucking, oh my God, what a kook that kid is. Fucking, this deserves, uh, this is, this deserves to get dropped again. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking little dick. Uh, but, um, I appreciate him listening and the other, and my other my coworker listening as well. He's like, yo, dude, I listened to that first episode with Travis Scott, you know, Travis Scott topic. And like, <laughs> and I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> thanks. But yeah, I haven't seen my girlfriend and, uh, sucks. You know, um, I've been going down, uh, I'm going to come back to this topic. Actually, let me come back to this. I'm going to reach, I'm going to start with work. I was at work this week, and I didn't know in the in the post office game Christmas tips was a big was a big time of year because I didn't realize oh when you get your own route every house tips you because we've always tipped our mailman and I didn't realize oh shit now I'm the mailman and every house tips they'll throw a little something oh they'll give you some bullshit like chocolates in the box or a gift card which is like okay really come on just toss a twenty in the envelope and keep it moving we want the money not the chocolate I'm trying to get these pockets fat not my ass. That's going to be the drop whenever I drop a fucking doozy of a line that I feel is a doozy of a line. Stay off the weed. You know what's funny? I had the soundboard pulled up to see what pad is which, and I'm literally just looking at the pad. I'm looking at my NPC and not the plug-in where my drops are, so I'm just playing a guessing game, which I could just hit this at any moment. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's... So... Christmas tips are a big thing, and I'm dealing with a lot of C, uh, part-timers that, uh, I'm a part-timer, but I'm dealing with part-timers as well, uh, one in specific who is just expecting, he just is like ready for the tips, motherfucker, I'm on my old route, right, in my office, and I'm getting a lot of tips, not like a lot, but I'm getting a good amount for what I need, and this dude is just coming, like, he's, something changed in him, he was a sweet kid, and then Christmas came around. He knew Christmas tips were going to be out there. Christmas, Christmas tips were going to be out there. I just had a fucking like, you just you're talking so fast. Christmas tips. 
<laughs> you think weed would slow you down. So this kid, when you, when you mention Christmas tips, his face lights up like a Gringotts goblin, you know, ready to count this money. And the thing is, is like, <sighs> I'm trying to find a way to word this. So basically there's two open routes in my office and, uh, him and I do those both both those routes. We switch on and off, right? We'll maybe split a route one day. But it, we'll split one up and this and that, right? Like it, just to give you the, the long short of it. So like no one's occupying those routes. So those tips are basically for us out there. So on the one route, this kid took basically almost everything, and I got a few. And then I got on my old route and I started just fucking taking. I was like, we could play that game. I could have had a better conversation with him, but that's what I've been dealing with this week is like having to make sure like no one's touching my tips, which sucks. It seems like a thing of greed, where it's like, it's supposed to be a joyous time, and it's taking the fucking piss out of it. it. Sucks. Having to deal with people like that, who are just so expecting. Because I'm not expecting anything, but it's just like, there's a fair way to do it, and people, and, well, you didn't have the conversation, Steve. Fair enough. Next year will be a different scenario, but it's just, that's what I'm dealing with at work, is like, having to, like, fight for scraps of money, even though I get a check every two weeks. It's just like, because these Christmas tips, they're nice. If you do a good job, people will tip you well. I had a coworker tell me, man, I never made, t-. like, he's Asian, so he's like, and he, I'm not going to do the Asian accent, all right? So he, he speaks American, but he has a heavy, heavy Asian accent, and, uh... You know, he was saying, I, I don't get tipped like that, like, you know, and it's because I'm chi- it's because I'm Chinese or then they, they think I have money. And I'm just like, man, I'm just this white guy out here at 30 doing a really damn good job at my job. I'm really doing a damn good job at my job. And this guy's like, man, I don't get the tips you get because I'm Chinese. And it's like, I you, you, don't make me feel bad. I just start giving him money here. Take it, take it, take it all. <laughs> And I'm just like you hearing this shit, and you're like, man, I, I don't know what to tell you. I guess to have a conversation with the people, if it's true, if it's really happening, someone could make you feel bad. You know, my girlfriend was like, I was talking to her on the phone, and she was like, he could be playing the victim, he could be lying to you. You told him how much you get in tips, so like him hearing that could just automatically turn on the whole, uh, oh, I don't make that much money. And you're like, that's true. I didn't think of that because I, I, that's that's good old. On it, that's Steve who thinks everyone's genuine in their approach to a conversation. Let me check if this is recording. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. So, that's what I'm dealing with at work is Christmas tips, and I'm making out damn good right now. And I'm doing a damn good job, so I, I deserve them. You know, I earned, I earned them. I didn't deserve them. I earned them. I worked my ass off to earn these tips. And my boss, you know, it's funny is, uh, we worked our asses off all year and my boss wanted to get us breakfast for Christmas, you know, for end of the year being like, well, for all your hard work, we want to applaud you this and that. And she wanted us to pay for it. So to applaud me for my hard work, I'm basically buying myself my own breakfast. Now that was the original conversation. We had the breakfast today and luckily no one gave a dime. So I think she paid for everything, which is okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate you fixing your attitude on the matter instead of, and she was only asking for five bucks from everybody which is not bad but still it's the principle behind it my sister used to say that all the time it's the principle behind it and I agree and I used to well at that at that point when she would say that I'm like can you just shut the fuck up but now when I say it now when I say it I'm like I agree with her years later I agree with her years later and um I'm happy we didn't have to pay for the breakfast but imagine could you imagine 
just like, hey, listen, you've been working so hard. I'm gonna we're gonna bring breakfast in for everybody, but you're all gonna pay for it. Wow, thank God, you're all gonna pay for it. Fucking, fucking asshole. Where's the? Oh, there we go. I got my opinion. Yeah, I got my opinions. That drop is all right. Because it cuts off too much with eh, whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm not gonna get, get into the how the meat is how the sausage is made. But yeah, it was a good breakfast this morning. My boss, of course, was complaining there was an eggshell in her eggs, and I was like, I don't know. I didn't have any in mine. I don't think anyone else agreed with her. She's like, anyone else have eggs? Anyone else have a shell in their eggs? I had one of mine. And I, no one said anything. So I think she's lying. No, oh, maybe she's right. Who am I? I'm such an asshole. I, the, this day and age turns you into turns you into such a cynic, being like, "You're everyone's lying. You're all fucking lying." <laughs> everyone's a liar. <laughs> That's me, and I'm like, maybe not. But then my girlfriend's like, maybe they are. <laughs> so I haven't seen her in two weeks, and uh, the thing about me is like, when I'm home, because I don't, we don't live together yet. So when I'm home, I'm living in my parents' house, and I feel. I'm in my old bedroom. My routine in the morning is I want to jerk off. Harmless, right? But I end up watching porn. And I don't like it. So what I tried doing recently to get off of it was porn light, Twitter. So I go on like porn stars Twitters. And that opened up a whole another can of worms. Because it's great to see the mind of a porn star. What they're tweeting, what and it, there's not much to it, but sometimes you hit gold. All right, there's like this one dude I like. What there, you know? Let's in 2021, we're open, okay? There is one dude who throws it down in, in his scenes, right? He's a he's a strong performer. Shout out to your mom house, your mom's house. He's a strong performer, and uh, I, you don't know anything about him. You're just like, damn, this dude knows this dude be fucking. He's a good entertainer. <laughs> he's entertaining me. <laughs> so. You go to his Twitter to see, like, because they'll post, like, quick little clips of, like, a, a scene they're doing, whatever, and it's just like, okay, cool, like, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, get exposed to the full thing, because then you're, like, looking for the perfect scene to, like, nut to. So, anyways, you go to this dude's Twitter, and it's like, he calls himself Comrade, and I'm like, and he's a communist, and I'm like, ugh, I don't want to know that about you. Like, I'll, I'll, let's go to his Twitter right now. I, I haven't been on it, because this is going to lead to something. It's going to, it's going to lead to something. Let's look up this dude. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say his name out loud. So his stage name, as if he's gonna hear this. He's one of the seven listening. His name is Xander Corvus, right? He's a he's a pretty good uh pretty good uh performer. I gotta oh my god, so funny seeing headshots and shit. Where's his Twitter? Where's his Twitter? Did Anthony Weiner give Sydney Leathers HIV? What's good? Good for you, Anthony. Anthony Weiner is the guy that keeps on giving. That's what I get when I look on Google. I get an article about Anthony Weiner. Um, no, is twi is his Twitter gone? Okay, either way, he was like bitching about his mom on his Twitter, and he's just like, the bitch won't get the vaccine, and now she's sick, and she's like, good, I'm glad I'm sick, and I'm just like, fuck you, I hope you die, and I'm like, can you just shut up and go fuck somebody? It's my Twitter. Get off my Twitter. <laughs> no, you get off Twitter and go fuck somebody. <laughs> Wasting our time complaining about your mom. God damn it. Anyway, there's one 
porn starlet I like to look up. Her name is Kissa Sins. She's great in her scenes. <laughs> She's great in her scenes. But, so like, okay, I was thinking about subscribing to her OnlyFans. I have not subscribed to anyone's OnlyFans. I don't subscribe to any porn because it's just like, eh, I don't want, like, it, it, there's, I feel like when you subscribe to porn, you're kind of like, even though you're paying for it, you're kind of like, all right, now you're invested. Whereas like, I'm just trying to have a quick, like, few minutes here, get this like morning, morning nut off. It's very routine. And then get on with my day. So like, I guess it only fan, her only fans would minimize that. But like, you see your, like, so I, I, I was going to sign up for it. Right. And I didn't. Cause I went and I saw who reviewed her porn and it's exactly who you think it is and what it looks like. It's some like thin haired motherfuckers out there with like a bad hair, like with like, just like bad teeth. And they're like, yeah, this, this scene isn't bad. You know, there's not a bad scene. And you're like, if you sign up for this, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, if I sign up for this only fans, that that's who I'm going to, that's, that's who I'm joining in the ranks. All the guys looking up towards the sky, at, like the great only fans, <laughs> And, uh, they're just like, yeah, no, I give the scene a seven out of 10, you know, it's like the fucking was good and whatever this and that. And it's like, how do you two fuck? It's like, who are you to rate anything? Who are you to rate anything? And it's like, it's my, Hey, you know what it is? My dude. I got my opinion. That's them. They're like, I got my opinions. All right. And it's a seven out of 10. It's a seven out of 10. So I didn't sign up for her OnlyFans, and I would because she put she my girlfriend and I have watched her. She has great scenes. Shout out to her and Johnny Sins. Johnny very popular. Very popular guy. But what made me laugh where's my phone? Where's my oh here it is. I, I went on her so I went on her OnlyFans one morning trying to do do my idiotic thing of what's that called? Idiotic retarded, where I'm like, I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch trailer trailers of porn on twitter and that will not make me want to go to pornhub which i do the opposite i then go to pornhub stupid but anyway this is gonna lead to my first uh my first topic which is about um billy eilish right so billy eilish said porn ruined her life at 11 you know uh I'll read the article after, but basically this girl was responding, Kissa was responding to Billy, and she was like, is Billy Eilish really trying to blame porn for fucking her own brother? How can celebrities... <laughs> she, she fucking lit her up. She was like, you fucked her own brother. You fucked your brother. <laughs> fucked your brother. So... Uh, and I've heard that's a conspiracy. I don't know how, I don't know how true that is, If, uh, but... I've I've heard that before. That's not the first time I'm hearing this, but I just it's funny to see someone like be like, "Fuck you, F you don't judge my like sex workers." I'll say this: they they'll defend their own and their profession when it comes to people commenting on it. They're like, "Fuck you, you don't get it, you're not in it," and just because what you fuck your brother, you're gonna blame me for you're gonna blame porn for ruining your life. So basically, she goes, "How can celebrities get away with this kind of hatred against a specific group of people?" When will sex workers get rights like everyone else? I cannot believe she made fun of our vaginas. Vaginas! Fuck her. Attacking the way our vaginas look? Billie Eilish, shame on you. Don't watch porn when you're 11 then. Blame us. Don't watch porn when you're 11 then blame us. It's not educational. It's entertainment. This is your parents' fault, not porn. Woo! 
you know, it's funny. She's like, and people don't get it. It's a very like, oh, you know what? Let's go to her Twitter. I start jerking off on the. I start jerking off on the podcast. Let's go to her Twitter, and then all of a sudden, she's like, "All right, I'll be back." Taking a pause. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even pause the podcast. I would just edit it out. I would do it, record it, and then edit it out. Where's her Twitter? Yeah, why is no one's Twitter popping up on this shit? Hmm. Is it? Yes. Okay, let's go back and look. Um, How many times did you masturbate today? Be honest. See, this is what's great about it. Oh, my God, my armpits smell delicious right now. See, oh, my, this is... Uh, okay. All right. I got to find uh the, the feed about Billie Eilish. I don't know how to fucking... Do, 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 do. 2022 is going to be my best year ever. Easy. Let's take it easy on that, all right? Jesus. Okay. Uh, Don't watch porn when you're 11. I can't get over it, my love. Okay. Uh, Damn. I'm so tired of the outside world attacking porn. If they knew... Oh, here it is. I'm so tired of the outside world attacking porn the way they do. If they only knew how beautiful it can be. Some of the most vibrant human connections I've ever made have been on set. Let us be. Hashtag love is love. And you click on the picture and it's three women covered in cum. Um, good for them. That made me laugh. That was fucking funny. Where's love is love. It's like it's a <laughs> how what a beautiful thing it could be. It's like three girls. It's like, eh. Which is, you know what? Okay, fine, fair. It is communal. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. It certainly is communal. We still recording? I got a message that my RAM was low. So, yeah, I thought that was funny. So, Billie Eilish basically said, uh, let's read the article. Let's get into it. Because I may end up agreeing with her. After Billie Eilish talks about porn. Oh, okay, no, I need the actual art. I don't want to fucking. Experts urge parents and kids to have straight talk. They should. I never. My parents never had the sex talk with me. I, I mentioned to my dad a while ago. I'll talk about you. I saw. I said to him, "You literally never gave me the sex talk," and he's like, "I figured the streets would teach you." You know what happens when the streets teach you? You get herpes. You may have an accidental pregnancy. A child, the girl does not want to get rid of, and you're telling me the streets will teach me? Tell me, give me, give me the advice so I know going into it I could avoid the pit holes. Well, who's to say you're going to listen anyways? All every time I talk to you, it goes in one ear and out the other. That could happen too, and I could still end up getting pregnant. But at least you still had the talk with me. You feel me? Have the talk with me. Billie Eilish, stop fucking your brother. Um, uh, oh my god, okay, I really gotta Google this shit. Uh, on porn. Yeah, she was on Howard Stern. Uh, <laughs> tell your kids that. Billie Eilish says porn destroyed her brain. Uh... Um, oh my god, I'm getting annoyed, this episode's hot, this is a hot holiday episode, because every time I go to a website, it's like, nope, alright, fine, fuck you, 
do you not want me to? Oh, here we go. Billie Eilish began watching porn today. I feel incredibly devastated that I was exposed. As a woman, I think porn is a disgrace, Eilish told Stern during the interview. I used to watch a lot of porn, to be honest. I started watching porn when I was like 11. I think it's really destroyed my brain, and I feel incredibly devastated that I was exposed to so much porn. Eilish claimed that she was that more the that the more she watched porn, she began to watch abusive BDSM porn. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Let's get. It got to a point where I couldn't watch anything else unless it was violent. I didn't think it was attractive, she told Stern. I was a virgin. I'd never done anything, and so it led to problems. The first few times I had sex, I was not saying no to things that were not good. It was because I thought that's what I was ex- I was supposed to be attracted to. Here's the thing. There's a really long line of porn before BDSM. So the fact that she's like I watch BDSM and that's more on you than it is on the porn industry. That's it's out there, but no one's making you watch it. So clearly there was something attractive to you to make you watch that specific time. I watch vanilla porn. I watch regular shit. I don't watch BDSM. I don't watch, you know, I I genuinely just watch a guy and a girl fuck. I'm I like I I'm I'm a voyeur like that. No, I'm a voyeur like that, dude. Yeah. Okay, you're watching porn. But either way, I watch very vanilla shit. So her being like, I watch BDSM, there's, yeah, that's you. My brother made me watch it. I'm so angry that porn is so loved. Eilish blasted. And I'm so angry at myself for thinking that it was okay. Yeah, the way that vaginas look in porn is fucking crazy. No vaginas look like that. Women's bodies don't look like that. We don't come like that. Uh, Was she exposed to it in... My dad watched it day and night and went to the news, or did she come to... Okay, so anyway, yeah. I mean, that's on you. Listen, I was watching porn at age 11. Okay, like, you're watching... You put on BDSN. That's on you. That's on you, girl. So, like, I would blame you more than, uh... More than porn. Porn ruined my brain. It's like, no, no, no. My own self-control ruin my ability to control my porn viewing habits i just thought it was funny to see a girl be i just thought it was funny to be honest that the article that the porn star was like don't blame us for you fucking your brother (laughs) and i was like oh now let me google that uh i I have no idea what's gonna come up billy eilish and brother had sex I like how I think I'm going to get an answer from an article and whatever, whatever I find that I agree with, it's going to, I'm going to be right. Well, no, what? That made no sense. Jesus Christ. That made no sense. Stay off the weed. So, um, what I'm going to find an article that, that is, uh, that fits my bias. Uh, no. Celebrate. Okay, let's read this. Eda, Billie Eilish and brother Phineas celebrate sibling bond on big Grammy night. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. Her brother looks like the type that's like, don't tell mom. Anyway, I hope you figure it out, Billy. Don't you love gossip? It's so stupid. Dismiss. Don't want to talk. Uh, don't want to see that. All right, moving on. Babe, if you're listening, I miss you. No porn could ever could ever take my love away from you and that's a fucking fact all right my love is too complicated to have 
throw them back on my face. I'll never throw them back in your face, babe. It's just you have COVID right now. And I need to take care of myself. I just end up back in the hole every morning. Every morning, I try to get my weed habits under control. I smoke in the morning. I'm a morning smoker. And I want to get off the porn and not smoke in the morning. And I do the opposite. I bust a nut. And I'm like, ooh, it's time for a fucking smoke. The coffee. It's nice. It's 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 a it's a it's in my opinion, I love starting I love starting my morning that way. Everyone's got their own personal preference, right? And that's all right. And hey, Billie Eilish, more power to you. You know what's funny? She was like, I went to the uh, wherever she went, the Grammys only then. It's like, oh, celebrities are like you know, it's celebrities are uh, they're so, like it was basically being like, it's like they're just like they're so involved. Like you know, let me read it. Because I saw that too, and I was like, all right, I don't disagree with that. Never mind, it's not even fucking important. Who cares? Fucker. Fuck him. Um, what else we got on the list? Kamala Harris. Well, first let's talk about this. Chris's plans got fucked this week, and the White House put out a nice message for all of us to take in. And it said, we are intent on not letting Omicron disrupt work and school for the vaccinated You've done the right thing, and we will get through this. For the unvaccinated. For the unvaccinated? You're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. May God have mercy on your goddamn soul. Yeah, this COVID shit's crazy. COVID shit crazy. This, 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 this COVID shit is crazy. It really exposes a lot of people's, like, like, who they were before this COVID shit. Like, whatever, however a person's actions were before the pandemic, it's only uh, brought them to light more. I have, my girlfriend's in a certain situation. Basically, someone asked her to leave her fucking leave her apartment because she's sick and I don't feel comfortable you being here like fuck you dude how like yeah send a sick person out into the street what a dickhead like go stay at a hotel I don't feel comfortable you saying you go stay at a hotel oh my god the nerve she's dealing with some shit yeah like you know living situation stuff not gonna get too into I may cut this out I may edit it out of the podcast but I'm not entirely sure what I want to do yet okay stay off the weed I don't want to stay off the weed so I'm definitely not gonna do that next but yeah, the White House's messaging is very good for getting people vaccinated. They're like, for the unvaccinated, you will face a winter of severe illness and overwhelm the hospitals. And it's just like, everyone who's vaccinated is getting sick right now. And the unvaxxed are going to be like, oh yeah? Is that what you think? Well, fuck you even harder. The I don't know who's running the ship or who's uh, who's just like, how much time have we done so far? 31 nice okay so i don't know who's met who who was behind that but i fire that person you're literally trying to unite the everything they do and here's the thing i don't want to say it's ignorance i think it's complete and utter like it's it's just right in your face like this is what we want to do and it's to divide people the unvaccinated and the vaccinated so we can call so the vaccinated can call the unvaccinated plague rats and all this dumb horse shit that doesn't unite people or make them want to get a shot which at this point is more okay. They're gonna people are gonna do what they want to do anyway. So you putting these mandates and all this shit 
and taking away livelihoods because someone doesn't want to get a vaccine is fucking insane. Every time I say imposing, every time I say like to myself or like having a conversation with somebody that like imposing a mandate on people, like putting a vaccine mandate, it's only going to want to make them do it less. And then you, you force their hand financially by like threatening to take their job away. It's just like, who like what? Like why? But then here's the thing: if you're too lax and you got like ah, like the boss is cool. Like I don't know. I don't know what the right thing to do is. I don't want to be fucking dealing with this pandemic. I would not want to be the one in control of it. And we have a half dead guy who's in control of it. How great is that? Oh, so to the unvaccinated, enjoy your winter. But yeah, no, that message was crazy. I was like, yo, who like it? This we live in a simulation. This has to be something out of a movie. It's too on the nose it's too on the nose where it's like they would if you didn't expect like that it's so funny like you wouldn't expect the white house to drop a message like that or like degrade themselves lower and they completely have <laughs> they completely have they're like yo fuck you get the shot they're like to the unvaccinated understand this and it's just like oh my god you catch <laughs> is you catch more bees with honey than than vinegar whatever the saying is i don't know be more honeyful all right stop being so mean to people man fucking assholes speaking of mean people moving along kamala harris interview with charlemagne the god gets heated after he asks who is real president i love this article because all i've been reading about is how kamala harris is a bully and she looks like the type that would be a supervisor at the post office and tell you how um they'd be like like they they like if they they did a favor for you, like if you requested a day off, they would, the second you didn't do the thing for them, they'd throw it right back in your face. Like, the look at her right now, she has the, don't even tell me face, right? I'm, at the, I'm on the New York Post and like her fingers out and everything to the screen. I love how she gave an interview, interview to Charlemagne the God. Nothing to, up against Charlemagne, but it's like an office of such prestige, like the vice president. And you're like, I'm going to go on Charlemagne the God show as opposed to anything else. So anyway, Vice President Kamala Harris bristled Friday. Is that what that is? Yeah, bristled Friday after TV host Charlemagne the God asked her who the nation's real president is. I want to know. This is a quote. I want to know who the real president of this country is. Is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? <coughs> Uh-oh. I'm a Charlemagne asked on his... Comedy Central show, The God's Honest Truth. While he and Harris discussed Democratic Sen Man Senator Manchin's opposition, Jesus, Senator Manchin's opposition to some liberal spending legislation being debated on Capitol Hill, Harris answered that President Biden was the nation's leader. Then expressed disappointment with the question, "Come on, Charlemagne," she said, "No, no, no." It's Joe Biden, she repeated as he tried to give his reason for the question. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's he's president. And it's Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden, and I'm vice president, and my name is Kamala Harris, she added. Jesus. Yeah, no, she got heated. It's like, I love that, though. My point of bringing this article up is just like, if you ask a question like that, which is fair, the dude shit himself in front of the Pope. He sharted. Joe Biden sharted in front of the Pope. Falling asleep in meetings. Stumbling over his words. He's getting older. It's not going to get better. People, I love people think like, oh, like we live in a movie. Like he's going to have some come to Jesus moment and be like, I don't have dementia. I'm not a, I'm 80, I'm 80, but I'm, I'm as young, I'm as quick as they come. Whatever. Jesus, Steve. Stay off the weed. 
Duh. But I just love how, like, if you ask a question like that, it's like, and don't, like, it just automatically, like, don't start talking like a Republican. It's just like, ew. That's how you know you don't want to get any information out. When you just automatically play the Republican conservative card, it's so gross. I'm just like, I love that like, every time an elected official can get on the screen, they just demonize a group or somebody, whoever it is. Republicans with liberals and liberals with Republicans and conservatives. Dumb horse shit. It's funny how liberals and Republicans switch, though. Conservatives used to be so, like, I don't want my kids hearing two live crew. Don't play, pop that pussy. Don't do it. To now where liberals are, like, shutting, uh, like, in Silicon Valley. They're, like, just deplatforming people, silencing stuff, censoring. And it's switched these days, and it's weird how Republicans are chill. They're like, come to our state and live your life. Except if you want to have an abortion. You, can, you can't do that. I love that that's, like, the one point they don't budge on. They're like, abortion? No, 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 no. Every life is a gift. And I'm here to say, not true. It's not true. Well, is it nature versus nurture? Every child could be a gift depending on who the parents are. Listen, that's a fair point too. I don't know, but ah, you know, every child is a gift, right? Depends on you got to raise them good. You got to be a good parent. You're going to put a kid in the world and be like, "What a fucking shitty kid. Not every kid's not every child's a, an angel or whatever it is or like every got every child's a gift." I'm like, "Well, hey, listen. They're just here. It's up to the parents' job to raise them and teach them right from wrong." But yeah, Kamala Harris, an elitist uh, woman. I love when she brings up and don't start talking like a Republican. Like, I just love that where it's like to skirt around the question. She didn't like she couldn't laugh through this one. She just was like she was like kind of like shaming him like he was her son. And it's just like I love when women do that where they talk to you like you're their son and they try to scold you. And it's like, bitch, I already have a mom. I don't need another. I asked you a question. And she clearly can't answer, but we all know what the answer. Who is her president? I don't even know. Nancy Pelosi's close to dead. She's stumbling over her words, and I don't know how these people keep getting voted back in. Well, big money, Steve. They have people who fund their parties. Big donors. Big donuts. So, yeah, like watching Kamala Harris lose her mind. That's great. I think that's cool. I think that's cool, dude. That's a fucking great point, Steve. Um... You know, dementia is a crazy thing. I, I thought about this while I was talking about this article. Because I, I, I feel Joe Biden, he's been a career politician for a long time, that him being president right now, imagine being president right now and not even being able to enjoy it. You're this old. It took you this long to become president, and you're basically walking towards your grave. He's on stage forgetting his words, not looking suave, nothing. It's all a rocky show, and it's just like, this is the time you're president. And you can't even, and like, he's had money his whole life. Let's let's not also front on that. He's from Delaware. Colin Quinn, who has a very vast knowledge of history, said there's three states who don't operate under the same kind of laws that the other states do. That's Louisiana, I think Rhode Island or New Hampshire, and um, Delaware. And Joe Biden's from Delaware, so he's a crook. So, there we go. It's like they like the big, they're the biggest thieves. I don't have any examples, but I just watch his his episode of History Hyenas with uh, Colin Quinn. He explains it. So like yeah, like imagine I'm being able to enjoy it. And I think about dementia, and there's a woman on my route who has dementia on my old route. I've been doing. I remember one day just seeing her at the window. Just I heard, you heard someone yelling, and she was like, "Help me! Help me! Somebody help me! He's coming to get me! Help me!" And this is the middle of the day, and people are staring, and I. It's one of those moments where it's like, well, who are you going to be? In this moment, who are you going to be? 
And I kept walking. I was like, I'm not dealing with that. She just starts, she started choking herself. She's like, help me. He's got me. He's got me. No, that didn't, that didn't happen. But I, I thought it'd be funny. I thought it'd be funny. Really? Oh, here we go. I thought it would be, <laughs> I thought it would be funny. I thought it'd be funny if she was just choking. Like, cause no one's attacking her. I've met her son before and he's a, he's a, he's, you know, whatever. Like he, he. He says she does this all the time. He's such a lackluster son that, like, he doesn't even want... It, it, it gets hard. You have to take care of your parents as they get older. And he's just like, ah, she does this all the time. Don't worry about it. But, like, I just envision her choking herself, being like, he's got me. He's got me. And it's like, Jesus Christ. But having to subject, subject someone to that, just, like, allowing them to be in their house, and you're not even going to, like... Put him in a home or give him a stay-at-home nurse. She's just, she was just home alone acting like this. I think she broke the glass of one of her windows from beating on it. I'm not even kidding. There's a piece of cardboard or wood that's blocking it in. So Joe Biden made me think of her. And then Kamala Harris is like, don't, be a, don't start talking like a Republican. It's just like, what are we doing? It's the holiday season. <laughs> um, all right. What else are we talking about? I'm off this article. I saw, uh, you know, I feel bad for Nick Cannon. I, I saw People Magazine and uh, his kid just passed away. Let me look this up. I don't know. Right, like, like, I should have prepared this before. Fucking. Nick Cannon, let's see. Um, let's see. News. Nick Cannon opens up about grief and how his daughter is helping him follow the... Okay, so his son just passed away, right? And um, from cancer. Fuck, man, that's so harsh. Uh, but what's been coming up more in the news is how big his dick is. I'm like, can we let the man grieve... Like I was, listening, I was listening to the bonfire, and I guess on his show he must have been wearing a pair of pants that accentuated the hog. And I googled it, and I was like, "God damn, Nick Cannon! No wonder you have two sets of twin with twins with two different women." Jesus, dude. And I was just like, "It's so funny how like we don't give celebrities the time to like any 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 time to grieve or like feel human emotions because to us they're just celebrities." So. You look at a guy like Nick Cannon, it's like, yeah, I feel bad for you, dude. And then they're like, just look at the dick on him. It's like, God, you can just make another. And it's just like, can you let the man have a five? <laughs> this is wilding out. I just saw that and I thought of that. And I was like, yo, can we let the dude can we let the dude grieve over his son passing? I mean, it's not bad press. What, oh, what you think getting your giant hog talked about is bad press, Steve? I'm like, no, but at the same time, it's like, it's not the moment. It's like being at a funeral and then going to be like, yo, I heard you got, dude, good work on your dick. It's a good dick right there. It's like, what is like timing? Tell me after when the conversation's a little lighter. This is not a moment for that. But good for Nick Cannon. And I'm sorry for your loss. Wow. What a double on, what a, what a double that was, huh? All right. Back to annoying women who annoy me. Oh, shit. Podcast stop? No. Oh, thank God. My mouth dropped. Stay off the weed. My mouth dropped. All right. Talk about Joyanne Reed. Joy Reed. Joy Reed accuses Elon Musk of misappropriating black vernacular for misogynistic purposes. 
MS, I love how, like, they just throw the book at everybody these days. They're just like, you're a racist, homophobe, misogynist with your statement. So MSNBC host Joy Reid has blasted Elon Musk for what she described as misappropriating black vernacular. Language in a critical tweet aimed at Senator Elizabeth Warren. The Tesla and, yeah, people have been coming at Elon for his money. Elizabeth Warren in Pacific, in, in Pacific and uh, Joy Reid. I love that they, these, both these women have money, and they're like, well, you have money, and you're a billion, we want your billions. It's like, fuck you. This guy built a company, Tesla and shit, and you're just like, um, like you're, like, any form of success in this country will be, you'll be talked about like this. The Tesla and SpaceX chief was responding to comments made by Ms. Warren earlier this week who suggested that Mr. Musk didn't deserve his selection as Time's Person of the Year. She's jealous as he hadn't paid enough taxes in 2021. The executives have gained something of a reputation for hitting back at critics and in typical fashion he lashed out at the Massachusetts lawmaker in a now viral post. Please don't call the manager on me, Senator Karen. And boy, she is acting like a Karoon. Please don't call the manager on me, Senator Karen, Mr. Musk wrote. The Karen trope in question often uses a term of derision for middle-aged white women has been identified as misogynistic by some critics, such as Miss Reed. During her MSNBC show earlier this week, the broadcaster described Mr. Musk as the absolute worst. Have you ever had a conversation with him? Joy Reed says that Elon Musk culturally appropriated the Karen insult when he called when he called Elizabeth Warren a Karen. I'll it's not yours. Can we stop trying to own shit? I hate that. I hate when people do that. Like, okay, you're gonna say I hate when black people do that. No, you're gonna say like, cause when you, I you listen to like rock music and it's like, well, you know, Muddy Waters was the first to do it, and I, you know, I understand showing a respect and appreciation towards the art that came before you and the people who did the art before you because they died broke, and they made the best shit. Better than what's out today because I did it with instruments, not programming. And I program stuff, and I'm, but I'm learning an instrument. But I don't like the whole ownership of stuff. It's like, I mean, there are ideas that are created by somebody that should be expanded upon. And if, you know, and like this thing for the word Karen, like black, like black people own the word. It's like, no, man, that's so stupid. During our MSNBC show earlier this week, the broadcaster described Mr. Musk as the absolute worst. Joey, when he called Karen, Elon Musk wasn't happy, so he did what he always does. He stomped his little feet and insulted Senator Karen, calling her an angry mom and referring to her as Senator Karen. She added that Mr. Musk is a freeloader, a selfish and disrespectful one, who is inappropriating black vernacular for misogynistic purposes when using the controversial Karen label. As the BBC explains, the origin of the word relates to a person who weapons their relative privilege against a person of color, such as we've seen in many recent viral videos. The billionaire once again took to Twitter after seeing Miss Reed's segment and, and him, on him accusing the TV personality of being a lobbyist for Sen Karen Warren. Probably. Mr. Musk has attracted backlash from many figures on the political left for his business practices, having heavily utilized government subsidies in his early days of his time at Tesla and SpaceX. By contrast, he's paid very little back into the system by way of taxation. As per Insider, Mr. Musk paid $455 million in federal income taxes between 2014 and 2018, while his wealth grew to $13.9 billion. He also paid no federal income taxes in the years. Oh. The 50-year-old has since claimed that he 
it was due to pay more taxes than any than any American in history this year, following a successful one month period for Tesla. One month they just started getting their money. They're like, all right, cool, time to pay it back. Go after Bezos like this, bro. His he's fucking locking up his employees and shit. They're there. He flips them over in three years and he's treating them the absolute worst. I don't know. Does this is stupid? Joy Reid like using Karen as a, a misappro- misappropriating black vernacular. I'm like, all right. A Karen's a Karen, and if you're experiencing a Karen, what regardless of what race you are, a Karen's a Karen. All right, and we're gonna call it as we see it. So, Joy Reid, I hate to say it, but you are wrong, ma'am. <laughs> She's definitely rich. I was reading about her. She went to Harvard for, uh, she, let's see, early life, um, no, it's career, early life, let's see. She moved to Flatbush, Brooklyn to live with an aunt. Reed graduated from Harvard University in 1991 with a concentration in film studies. Yeah. Someone like that who goes to Harvard for film studies, I don't, did you get a did you get a degree? See, I can't even judge. But I'm just saying, you're going to Harvard University. It ain't cheap. You got the money. I want you still paying off your student loans. Yeah. Whatever. Everyone dies, right? I don't know. People just need to be better to each other. That's my point. People need to be better to each other, and we're not gonna get that way by claiming ownership of everything and getting at everyone's throaties. But I did see something interesting to wrap this podcast up because we're coming towards the final stretch. We're in there right now. I saw, uh, I was watching a Rogan podcast a while ago with uh, the former MTV VJ first podcaster. He's the actual original first podcaster. Adam Curry? Yeah, Adam Curry. Dude, he he's so filled with knowledge, but he has a stutter, right? And he was talking about ESG and corporations and what government, and what, um, corporations now are uh taking in as this thing as a rating system called esg right and you, you know when a person who stutters if they're stuttering a lot on a thing they're trying to make a point about you know it's a fire ass fucking point they're just like and it's like i can't get it out i'm just so hyped off this point <laughs> stay off the weed i got my opinion oh man that's the wrong drop this is the drop I wanted. Let me see where the fuck it's at. Oh, God damn it. Uh, here we are. <laughs> that's that. That's Adam Curry trying to make a point. Nah, I'm fucking around. Uh, so anyway, he mentioned this thing called ESG. And uh, what it is is environmental, social, and governance. So... I saw it on a magazine for, I think, Bloomberg last week. And I for some reason, it freaks me out. So ESG is the acronym for Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governance. The three broad categories are areas of interest for what is termed socially responsible investors. They are investors who consider it important to incorporate their values and concerns, such as environmental concerns, into their selection of investments instead of simply considering the potential profitability and or risk presented by an investment opportunity. So it's basically a rating system to see if you're going to invest in a corporation or a company, 
what's your ESG rating? How are you environmentally, social, and governance? Where do you lie? And it's in turn forcing all these corporations to go because they don't want to lose investors, they have to go woke. So ESG is forcing a lot of these corporations who don't really give a shit about trans rights or all, any of that stuff. They'd rather just drop bombs overseas and not talk about it. But it's basically putting more it's, – it's making what's going on right now, like this woke ideology that's becoming so prevalent in culture, becoming – it's here, fucker. Stay off the weed. that was real telling myself to shut the fuck up so yeah it, it, it's in turn so and not focusing on what just makes profit but like where do you stand on these environmental social and governance issues if you're so if if you're not really about climate change or trans rights or whatever it is your esg rating can go down if you're a corporation so let's keep reading about it because okay Within each ESG category are various specific related concerns discussed below that may or may not be permanent pertinent in a given situation depending on the specific investment being examined. For example, under the environmental category are concerns such as pollution or waste material that a company produces and factors related to, cl to climate change, told you. Socially responsible or ESG investing may also be referred to as, sus to, as sustainable living. Uh, oh, sustainable investing, sorry. Impact investing and mission-related investing. ESG investors tend to be more activist investors. See? Participating at, at shareholder meetings and actively working to influence companies' policies and practices. Woo! I was right! Summary. ESG is the acronym for Environmental, Social, and Corporate. ESG concerns are growing as more of the millennial generation make up the total... Oh my god, we're the, the, the worst... The issue of executive compensation is a major focus of, I don't know what that means, ESG investing is growing despite the criticisms it is becoming increasingly popular and is most likely to be an investing approach used by millennials. Morgan Stanley Bank recently conducted a survey that found nearly that nearly 90% of millennial investors were interested in pursuing investments that more close, you know what, that's fair because I don't like that companies pollute. I don't like that my whole future was told to me that, oh, like your generation is going to have it the hardest time to to cultivate a life, build a life for yourself because everything's going to be expensive. And that and like, you know, climate change and all this stuff and polluting the oceans. But like there are with all that, you know, prittle prattle going on out in the world, there are people who do good things. So I definitely I you know what? Looking at this, I understand where it's coming from. Uh damn was i just turned was i turned um yeah because i would consider i wouldn't want to invest in nike if they're fucking having slave labor uh make their shit in china i'll buy it and then when i have to open it i'll just say uyghur muslims made this fuck fuck you lebron and i'll say that but like will i invest in the company i mean that's not good because i that's not good wow what a solid take it's not good because it makes you a hypocrite. Like, uh, these guys who invest... Okay, so I heard a podcast, a Rogan podcast with this, uh, Washington Post, um, journalist named Josh Rogan. Josh Rogan and Joe Rogan. And he was talking about these cameras that are used in China that basically have, like, facial recognition and it's recording everyone in China. And, uh... These people on Wall Street who invest in the company that make the cameras then find out what the cameras are used for and basically to spy on people to find 
people they find, you know, they, they, they think should be locked up and pull them off the street. So these Wall Street investors who invest in these cameras are now their hands are tied because we've made so much money off of this, but now we know what this company does. And if we take our money out of it, we'll be fucked. And it's like, well, that's what happens when you do business with a, a dictatorship, I guess, right? Or, well, no, it's the Communist China Party, but that's more of a dictator. If you're just pulling people off the street, that's an authoritarian, totalitarian government. I'm like, it means communist. That, that is communism, right? I guess. Is socially responsible investing a responsible investment strategy to follow? Let's see. Critics of the trend towards socially responsible investing investing charge that it detracts from prof- profitable investments and makes both businesses and the financial markets operate less efficiently. One of the ESG investing harsh harshest critics was the late Milton Friedman, the leading light of neoclassical uh, economic theory. Friedman argued that evaluating a stock should focus on on the company's financial value and bottom line profits, period, and that socially responsible corporate expenditures are nearly always non-essential expenses that erode corporate and shareholder profits. I mean, it's true. Like, if you, like, you know, if people hear you speak, like, it's like going to see a show and then having that person not perform the songs, but more or less talk about their social views in between songs, like for like 10 minutes at a time. And you're just like, just play the music, just play the music, please. For the love of God, just play the music. And, uh, this is, and if corporations are doing the same thing where it's like, you want to, you want to appease more of the. A, a, a small percentage of people as opposed to like the large number of people who would probably invest in your company if you were doing you know big numbers i guess or if you're profitable um let's keep reading i don't know if that was a good explanation or not you read the article it's on corporate financial institute.com okay is uh however supporters of more socially conscious investing are mounting vigorous arguments supporting esg investing as both the right thing to do Okay, as an approach to investing that is most likely over the long term to provide investors with the best possible risk adjusted return on investment ROI. John Elkington as a co uh, is a co-founder of the firm S- Sustainability, which provides ESG consulting services to companies. He's a strong proponent of including non-financial considerations such as environmental and social factors in the assessment of stock value. The advocates of ESG investing suffered a setback in 2020 when the U.S. Department of Labor issued a new ruling requiring fiduciaries of retirement plans to only implement investing strategies based solely on bottom line investment performance, i.e. not based on ESG concerns. In short, echoing the attitude of Friedman, because of the new ruling, the managers of retirement plans may be reluctant to consider ESG-focused companies or investment funds. Let me read that again. The advocates of ESG investing suffered a setback in 2020 when the U.S. Department of Labor issued new ruling requiring fiduciaries of retirement plans to only implement. Okay, so yeah, they're saying not based on ESG, so it's like specifically that. Okay. Um. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So basically, that's it. Yeah. I don't know. If you're going to invest in stock, invest in whatever you want, but just know what these companies practice before you invest. Like, if you're going to invest in Apple, just know that they got fucking kids in Africa digging for your fucking phones, all right? Jesus Christ. All right. Did about an hour. Did about an hour. I do. I'll talk about this last thing. I'm going to look up these lyrics real quick. 
because I found this interesting. I was talking to my girl the other day. Disaster. And then let me look up one more because I was we were talking about white guys versus black guys when it comes to singing about love and um, what the fuck play lyrics David Banner there we go okay perfect okay so oh come on lyricsfreak.com oh that website Ah, you, why are you fucking with me right now? Okay, lyricsfreak.com. Okay, so we were talking about, uh, oh my god, sorry guys. We're talking about white guys versus black guys when it comes to singing about love, and I was like thinking the other day, because I've been deep in a slip, not whole. I'd be deep in a Slipknot hole. And, um, I was like, Slipknot's not, like, as a, as a man at this age now, I'm like, oh, they're not that, like, bad. You know, not bad, I mean, like, heavy, you know, where it's like, if you see, like, when I first started listening to, them, listening to them, they scared the shit out of me. And now when I listen to them, I'm like, oh, I really enjoy this. But then I was, like, reading the lyrics to one of the song, one of their songs off their second album, Iowa, called Disaster Piece. And I'll be honest, I don't really don't know what the song is about, but um, I, I mean, it's basically Corey Taylor says, I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound. I want to push my face in and feel the swoon. C- wow. I want to. Sl- <laughs> Only white guys can say some crazy shit like that. I want to dig inside, find a little bit of me because the line gets crossed when you don't come clean. Oof. Yeah, no, Corey, that was, like, pretty intense. We were talking about, and I said, David Banner wouldn't have you, too. And he's like, uh, the literally the first, come, girl, I'm trying to get your pussy wet. Work that. Let me see you drip sweat. Come, girl, I'm trying to <laughs> go play with it now. Work that clit. Come, girl. I just like that maybe somebody had to tell both Corey Taylor and David Banner, hey, can we do a second take on that verse? At the come girl part, just take a second, just take a, a beat from there. Let's take it from there. Just telling somebody, like, yo, we gotta re record that. That, uh, yeah. We were just talking about how, like, who's the cor- who's the corniest of guys to write about love, right? Which race? And I was like, no, I think they exist in all facets. And even the corny shit, it's just funny. Like, you, I heard Pete Holmes and Andrew Santino talking about this on Andrew Santino's podcast. Like, you can't write a song. Like, it's teetering on a fine line between corny and amazing. And you just see this stuff, and it's like, man, like, if... The, if, if I'm, I'm pretty sure Corey Taylor singing about a girl in this song. I don't know. But I'm, I'm assuming it's not a guy's throat, right? I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound. I want to push my face and feel this wound. My wormwood meet your pesticide. You'll never get out because you were never... Jesus Christ. Yeah, so that's pretty heavy. Okay. My topic on that was pretty bad. Just want to point out that these two songs are really intense. And uh, that was really... Hey, that was really fucking... Was it worth talking about? Probably not. But hey. We're learning, folks. 
We are learning. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. That does it for this week's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. To the two guys who listened to it, hey, do me a favor. How about you share the fucking thing, all right? How about you share the fucking thing, all right? Share the podcast, subscribe, write a comment, leave leave a comment. It's on SoundCloud for right now. I will eventually be on Apple and Spotify. But you could follow me at I am Steve on Instagram, E-Y-E-M-S-T-E-V-E. Follow me on Twitch at I am Steve 2, same spelling, with the number 2 at the end of it. I am going to stream. I haven't been lately. I've been a lazy fuck because COVID has been getting your boy down. But we will be back. I made some I made some beats this week. Let me play you guys a little one. I, I, I'm proud of this shit. I want to play you guys a little something right now. Just a little a little taste of what I was working on. All right, this shit was tight. I think I'm I'm hyped off this beat, right? So Tell us on my Instagram story. Pause that. Shut up. Okay. Don't look at stories. I love how I go on Instagram, and then it's just like <laughs> I just start scrolling. I I don't forget to wrap the podcast up. Okay. So on Twitch on I am Steve too. Look me on Spotify. Listen to the music. Like, subscribe, share. Tell people we can get more ears on this. I'm gonna promote it better. I'm gonna start doing more shit to promote it. But I love you guys for tuning in. Have a great holiday. Don't be such a cunt to people. Hey everyone. Let's just try and actually be nice and not kick somebody out of their apartment because they have COVID. How does that sound? You with me? Are you fucking with me? I said, are you fucking with me? <laughs> All right. That's it for the podcast. I, should I, put, I was going to put a Christmas song at the end. I don't know, though. I feel like, I mean, I could, I could put my favorite one. But anyway, I love you guys. Tune in next week. Bye. Put some screws on, huh? Straight up. Straight up. I fucking test the positive for GH twice. twice. Fuck it. Yeah, out here. Ah. The Falcon Feather 250 got me looking like Lorenzo Lamas. Long trench shotty in it, at least a minus. Six flips into the whip like a Russian gymnast. The tearaway shorts, it's back to business. Catch me up at Caesar's Palace, breaking up. Take the paper in the morning, cop a bacon truck. Yup, turn the wheel like a new leaf. I have your mother naked, cooking stew beef. My back is strong like a retarded horse. We take the charter, of course. Hard decisions in my life. What should I drive today? A pile of reports on some MacGyver shit. While it's moving, diving to the forest. I chill with bitches that play ball, shoot dice, play the rooftops on cool nights, rocking some new flights. Box cutter carriers, I marry ya. Black 740 be the chariot, American.